Bark. Oh. Bark. Bark. Woof. What's going on? We got a show. Who psyched? Dude dogs. You psyched? You know what? I'm actually okay with doing it this time. This show... It was a lot of matches. It was so easy to get through. Yeah, this was digestible. Yeah, which is crazy, because the last time was, was the most painful. We had a rough time last time. Last time was like... Do... It was like... Last time was like Hellfest. <laughs> fun fun going in, hell getting out? Yeah. Uh, do... How much blame falls on Kelly? All of it? Because Kelly was here last time. Yes. And the show was hard to watch. Yes. Kelly wasn't here this time. show was easy to watch. I mean, the numbers don't lie, and neither do I. It's all about the numbers. It's all about the numbers. Your hips don't lie. No. <laughs> so. <laughs> Can we agree Shakira's voice is stupid? Yeah, it's really it's stupid. It's really stupid, like, right? It's, it's like she's putting on, like, a campy, like... Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Shakira sounds like Maya Rudolph doing Shakira. (laughs) (laughs) Right? But, like, worse. Yeah. Like... That's that's doing a disservice to Maya Rudolph. It's, It's unusual you find a performer... Who has been a self-parody since day one. <laughs> like, it's not like they became it later as, like, they yeah. sort of lost their vision, but... And, and it's not even like her voice sounds like that. Yeah. Her voice sounds normal. She talks like a person, for the most part. Like a Colombian person. Like a Colombian person. Like a drug lord. Yeah. But, yeah, when, when, she, when she hits them notes and those hips start not lying, then uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. It's weird. I am glad we're... Talking about Shakira in 2019, though. Well... At the height of relevance. She is very popular with the uh, certain demographic, so... Colombians? The gays. <laughs> oh, is she? Is she... Oh, yeah, I think she's really popular oh, with, she, with she, the... She's a, she's a share type? The homos. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what I was going to call them, so... The home the homebodies. The homebodies. Uh, yeah, she's a real share. Yeah, I think she does real well for herself in the drag community and the... Is it because they think she's in drag? I mean, she's from Colombia, so she could be. Yeah. Wait, okay. Do we know that Pablo Escobar died? <laughs> you see where I'm going with this? Is, hashtag, is Pablo Escobar Shakira? Theory. <laughs> Theory, yes. Internet, I'm putting it out there. Check it out. I Look, in, in the vein of Jesse Ventura, I'm just asking questions. I'm not, I'm not saying one way or another. I'm just putting it out there. You figure it out. You do your own homework. You you see what was up with Building 7. You look for the debris at the Pentagon. You, uh... A third thing you, with You, uh, want to be a wrestler? <laughs> uh... You know what? You, you pose a great question. Yeah. Have you... Speaking Did of... Pablo Escobar, as Shakira, do 9-11? That's what I'm asking. Oh! Yes? Yes. Well, I mean, but Bush did 9-11. Bush did do 9-11. Was he... An accomplice. Was... Was he a patsy? Was he a patsy? Was Pablo Escobar dressed up as Shakira, dressed up as George Bush? Maybe George Bush wasn't even there. Maybe he was reading to children the whole day. <laughs> Can I tell you, and I mean, I'm sure this is for a lot of people, that is literally one of my favorite things that's ever happened. <laughs> Bush being when, told... When he gets told it's, is... It, it, like, 
you um, a thousand what is it a thousand monkeys could write on typewriters for a thousand years <laughs> yeah. and they would never come up with that no George W. Bush should have won the Mark Twain comedy award in 2001 <laughs> 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 just the way like and, and like honorable mention to the secret service guy too yeah, yeah just yeah. like the way the whole thing was delivered and dealt with just amazing like there there has not been an SNL political sketch in 30 years funnier than that actual footage yeah yeah that that is a fact like <laughs> it's the best but sorry before before I pose that theory you you had something too what are we oh you're, you're literally showing me <laughs> oh, it's got a fast footage. forward to the part of it but yeah, yeah. it's uh oh it's the best <laughs> And like, but I mean, like the thing too is like the actual whole clip of him reading the book. Yeah, is actually really funny. Yes, just because like you know he's actually pretty good at talking to kids. He's actually pretty good like, at reading. He's doing like a good job of Pre- like kind Pres- of being President Bush surprisingly okay at reading children's books. No, I, I think like he's, I think he's an okay guy. You know what the thing is? Is like ever since he like isn't in office anymore, he's actually pretty funny. He, yeah. Because like he makes fun of himself. Yeah. And he, like especially with all the Trump he gets the, it. with all the Trump stuff happening uh, and then he definitely is sort of like hey, like at least I'm not the most hated president anymore. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. like he's actually a pretty funny dude. But like yeah, and also definitely like in comparison Trump has really softened Bush. Yeah. For sure. Maybe this isn't the clip. Because that's a woman and not a Secret Service agent. Yeah, I don't think that's, yeah, that's the, not the clip. Yeah. The um, wrong Bush clip. Uh, but yeah, like, it's, uh... He seems like a pretty, like, fun-loving guy. Like, he just likes... He likes drinking, he likes baseball, yeah. and... You, you used to like Coke. Yeah, I'm sure, Might of course. still like Coke, who knows. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, that, that clip is, like, ugh, priceless. Yeah. That and the Fool Me Once... We got a saying in Texas. I'm sure they got it here in Tennessee. Fool me once. Shame, shame on, on me. Me. Fool me twice. Like, you can't, can't, can't fool, fool me again. again. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just such a lovable goof who uh, was involved in murdering thousands of people. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, if if it had just been, like, a kind of nothing presidency, like a like a Ford or a Carter or something, yeah. he'd, have, he'd come off pretty well. It's just the yep. fact that, like, like everything besides the incredibly unjust war and uh, plunging the economy into the biggest decline since the Depression, like, those hurt. Yeah. But if you, like, cut out, cut out the Middle East and the economy. Yeah. He's looking pretty good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Guys, this is a, this is a pro-Bush podcast now. Well... We are the uh, the number one. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it. Um, you also had something. I, uh, yeah, but I don't know what it is now. That was my fear. Well, it was fine. We got to talk about Bush and how much I love that clip. And <laughs> no, it's a great he's, clip. He's uh, a delightful human being. I think. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, too, like I feel like he falls under the realm of just being a dummy who people <laughs> convinced to do a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah like legitimately, like. Because, you know, maybe maybe we were too young. Well, not you, because you were already in your, like, 20s at the time. That's not true. But uh, I was in my child, young childhood years. I was a baby. I always assumed... I was being born. I always assumed that Herbert My dad was, was impregnating my, my dad. Mom. My dad. He, he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always assumed that Herbert... Hoover? No, Bush. Oh. Um, 
was I'm all, like, why are we talking about presidents from the was, 20s now? Was also a shitbag. Uh-huh. But the more I see stuff now, I realize that people didn't hate him as much as I had thought in my head. No, they didn't really. Right? Because like, I think I just associate, like, oh, Republican. His, his son was stupid, yeah. and so he must have been a shitty president. Yeah. But I feel like the more I see about him now as an adult, and, like, it's years have passed and he's dead, yeah. that it seems like he was actually a much better president and maybe a person than I thought. Yeah, I think he was okay. Like, he was, like... He, he like he's definitely a a modern Republican, sure. so he's like on the wrong side of history on a right. lot of stuff. Of course, um, but yeah, I don't know how much of a bad guy he was besides his like weird fixation with Saddam Hussein, which is really just oil. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Saddam was also a terrible human being. So I don't know. Didn't we establish that uh, Saddam is the best? leader that Iraq has ever had. <laughs> I mean, maybe, sure. I mean... If you ignore all how, of the How did it go afterwards? Sure, but, like, how did it go afterwards? Like, not great. Well, I don't know, but we, we won, motherfucker, so... Okay, speaking of we won, <laughs> I feel like I've brought this up before. Maybe not in the podcast, maybe just in, in, in passing. The... Uh, back to Bush Jr. The, the big, like, the mission accomplished yeah. on the aircraft carrier. Yeah. When was that? Because in my head... It's like 2003, and they've done nothing yet. I think it's later. Is it? Is it after they got? Because they got Saddam in 05. I feel like it's. I feel like it's well before that, though. I, I also think it's before Saddam. Yeah, like what? The, what had they accomplished when they said mission accomplished? Just, just go going into Afghanistan. Starting the war was mission accomplished. Like going in and fighting the Taliban and. Beating the Taliban, even though they didn't, I don't know. Actually, I don't remember. Yeah, I was like, I mean, it was so long ago, and like, yeah. you know, we were teenagers, and I don't remember really paying attention. Like, I look remember. Up, look up Bush aircraft carrier mission accomplished, and just get me like a rough date because this is bugging me. I want to know what the mission was that they somehow accomplished. I know, like, even if they had done that in two thousand seven, it would have been ridiculous. But like, at least they had got Saddam by then and had fucked up Iraq. But I feel like it was so early that they did it. It was crazy. While you're looking, there that is up, literally a Wikipedia page dedicated to the speech. Hooray! Hooray! Uh, it was wow, it, May first, two thousand and three. So early! Wow! So early! They did nothing yet. Okay, that's exactly when I thought it was. It, when I, but I doubted myself because I'm like, well, they didn't do shit by early two thousand three. Apparently, he never uttered the words mission to There mission was a banner! But there was a banner, but he never said mission accomplished. And I guess it was because it's, because it's here. Um, we have had difficult work to do in Iraq. Um, Especially because they had nothing to do with 9-11. But our mission, but our mission is, uh, our mission continues, is things, things he said. <laughs> so he said our mission continues while standing in front of a mission accomplished banner. Uh, that is exactly what happened. Was it Bruce Banner? It was not Bruce Banner. Okay. Um, but yeah, it literally just, it's that they've, they've, uh, they're fighting the war on terror and that they have achieved victories is essentially, <laughs> cool. against, ter against terror is essentially what it was. Very cool. Um, I love it. That's bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought it was, but I'm like, nah, there's no way that's, it can be. That's real early. May 03. Jeez. 9-11 was like a week before that, <laughs> if my math is accurate. Uh, I'm re I'm remanning it. Hold on. Yeah. Can you throw some toothpicks in front of me? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> can, I, can I deal you blackjack? <laughs> you deal me blackjack. Um, but I, yeah, it's just because maybe I, like when you're young, you don't. I, don't know, I, I remember nine eleven, and I remember watching like all of our instructors in high school just like recorded what had happened in the morning. Yes, and I, to school. I, and I also was in high school. <laughs> You, for the record, were uh, not that far away from high school. I wasn't. It was it was first year university. Tw- yeah, three hundred feet. But <laughs> that, well, that's as close as I can get. <laughs> um, but I, I remember all we did was just rewatch the same footage from the morning in every class. Sure, because nobody had any. Because you know they were all at school, then nobody was recording it. Right. So we just watched the same just stuff. Just watched the plane go into a goddamn over building over, over and over. And, over and that was the whole to day. The point you were completely desensitized <laughs> yeah. to it by the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Seeing that demon face in the smoke. That's right. Um, and then, yeah. And watching. <laughs> Couldn't even say it. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> uh oh. Some, uh, somebody and killed what, himself. And, what, and watching all the Jews leave the towers just before it happened. <laughs> Oh, uh, you see why I had trouble getting that out. Uh, oh, boy, oh boy. <laughs> um, go ahead. This is taking an interesting turn. <laughs> Bushes and 911s and also 912s. 912s. Investigate. Always forget. Uh, 311. Investigate that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, is, is ISIS, like, done? They're pretty close. Did they're, Trump, they're, they're, did, they're legitimately down to, like, a very small region. Did Trump do what he said he was going to do? I don't know that it's entirely Trump. I think Trump fought he, ISIS by himself. He played a role, That's but crazy. I think it was a lot of other stuff. But yeah, they're, they're like, pretty... Here's, here's the thing. Here's, that, Here, here's the deal. Hit me. Here's the deal with ISIS. Even if you beat ISIS, there's just going to be another group of former ISIS people that just swoop up somewhere thing. else and become another ISIS. And bomb a new building. There's always going to be that problem. So Why, why is that? Uh, because everyone hates everyone. Okay. Because was, religion was, is the problem. I was, in the I was hoping for a more offensive answer. Oh. For being totally uh, because re- religion is the root of all problems in the world. It's specifically which religion? Jews. Oh. <laughs> Scott. Again, you're surprising me, Scott. but I like it. Israel's the enemy. Israel, okay, guys, <laughs> not to get into the whole Israel-Palestine thing, but Israel are the bad guys. This is why I shouldn't be allowed to do promos in the ring anymore. I can't differentiate between you and me hanging out <laughs> and and the, a bunch of people watching me talk. So for those listening, next week, live on our show, Drew has to apologize to the audience for saying fag multiple times. It will... For... Fur hyphen fag. fag. Yeah, even one word. Fur fag. Even no hyphen. So, which is less offensive, because it only denigrates a group of people who deserve it. <laughs> but I guarantee that apology is going to, like, before you're done talking, is going, like, the your thesis at the end of it will be Israel are the bad guys. <laughs> I align myself with Palestine. <laughs> Palestine forever. Palestine Thank you. Forever. Thank you for your time. This is the problem. Like, what, I was like, I've had, had many conversations with people over time that sometimes I definitely have a hard time differentiating between professional wrestler and regular human being. Yeah. And sometimes I say things it, that it, I'm it's like. It's a real Robin Thick blurred lines. <laughs> it is. Al- also, the rape. <laughs> uh, but I definitely have a hard time between, like, don't say this thing as a regular human being uh-huh. and then say it as like in wrestling terms. Yeah. And so then I definitely go like, Oh, that, that person did not appreciate the thing I said. <laughs> <laughs> like, oops. oops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But also, Drew Smith did an oopsie. I've done lots of oopsies in my life. Uh, I mean, I haven't done the kind of oopsies that, let's say, uh, Kelly Summers has done in his work pants. Sure. But. Full full pants shitting. Full pants shitting. Respect. I'm glad. Number one, I'm glad he's not here. Number two, he's not going to listen to this. No. So we can tell everybody that Kelly shit his pants at work. That's true. But I want to give Kelly full credit. He, like, messaged us as soon as he yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. He's like, guys, just want to let you know, I full on shit myself at work Full today. on shit pants. <laughs> Had to throw my underwear out and I would commando the rest of the day. Uh, you know what? That's true. I do have respect for him for not, like, humming and hawing about telling us or hiding it from no, us. No, full respect. And, like, he didn't have to tell us. We would have never known. Never known. So, yeah. I mean, he's... Nothing, nothing but props. He's a dumb dog, so I assumed he did it. Yeah, I assume Like, he at does some it, point. I assume he does it regularly. Yeah, but... <laughs> Does he, does he have... I, I, swear he has, I swear he has anxiety <laughs> diarrhea four to eight times a day. <laughs> Especially if you give him too much sugar. He gets the sugar shits. Yeah. Oh, speak, speaking of Kelly Summers, uh, have we, great, great segue. Have, have we pivoted? Great segue. Yeah, I was going to say, have we pivoted from pro-Bush, anti-Israel, to Kelly? Yes. <laughs> okay. It's. I mean, you know what? They just go so well it's together. All t- okay. Um, it's have, all under the same po- have, political umbrella. Have you seen the new five meat Little Caesars pizza? No. It looks like an abomination against God. <laughs> is that what we're getting at? No, this? I'm okay. not putting that in my body. But it is. Is it the one with pepperoni? Is there one with bacon around the edge yes. of it? Nice. But there's pepperoni, uh-huh. sausage, uh-huh. bacon, and then ham. One more. Uh. Make one up. Capicolo. <laughs> a gabagool. Gabagool. Like deer. It's venison. <laughs> yeah. It's venison meat. Uh, but it looks like it, it's mostly meat. They're, like, oh, like you can't see the like pizza? Little, Little Caesars is already pretty much cardboard. Yeah. But like it is just meat. Nice. Like I, you can't see cheese. You uh-huh. can't see crust. It's just <laughs> they bake meat into a circle yeah, it's meat and give ra- it to you. Yeah, it's meat wrapped meat. It's meat wrapped meat. It looks disgusting. See, now, here's the thing. Neither of us have eaten today. I'm very hungry. That sounds great. You'd put that in you. But but I know we shouldn't. But if we're going to get Caesars that... is terrible. If, we, if we're going to get that, then we should just get, like, calzones or something. We would do, like, a calzone. Like, like if, if, on, the, on the, 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 the list of categorizing pizzas, uh-huh. like, Little Caesars is so far at the bottom... It's one of the all-time And worst. Kelly and I used to eat it... Every day. All the time. <laughs> you get a $5 pepperoni, yeah. you get some crazy bread, uh-huh. and then two of us would powerhouse both, <laughs> like, in seconds, yeah. and then feel like shit the rest of the night, yeah. and literally one, and, and, and figuratively. And wonder why. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it is it is a literal... How are they still in business? They sell their pizzas for $5. It's volume. And it's no one volume. eats it. They gotta be moving volume. <laughs> I guess. At that price. I guess. Ugh, it's disgusting. Pause. <laughs> P-O-Z? Yes. My or, current HIV status. No. You know what? I cut my finger at work yesterday, and it, on a piece of glass, Ooh. and it, like, would not stop bleeding. And at one point, I convinced myself I had HIV. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> like, I was like, I can't stop bleeding. Do I have HIV? That, I, I don't think that's necessarily, like, an <laughs> HIV symptom. I like that's where you went yeah. to. Yeah. Like, I don't think it makes you anemic, per se. And I got blood everywhere, and then I was like, nice. I should probably clean this up, right? Like, it, I shouldn't just leave my HIV blood yeah. everywhere. <laughs> and then you just did, anyway? No, I cleaned up most of it. Okay. A lot of it I just, like, rubbed in, so it was, like, reddish, but it was, like, not yeah. wet. So. Sure. 
It's fine. That's all you need. No one, no one's it, putting their face there. Yeah, it's it stops being paws after you rub it in. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> um, I think I've gotten my anti-Israel agenda across, so we can we can talk about Australian professional wrestling now. An unprecedented second pivot. Second pivot. Hmm. Double pivot. Hmm. Um, it's a dangerous move, but we'll try it. This is nobody. Nobody throw out a hamstring or anything. This is the second nitro from where. From Melbourne. Aus- from Melbourne, Melbourne, Australia. Although I wrote it down as Mel Bernie Sanders, nice, because I was having a, a, a silly, yeah, a, a silly, silly moment, silly note taking time. So yeah, because I was like, you know what, I'm gonna take a lot of bad you notes. Yeah, amuse yourself. Um, Andrew, wh- read the Mitches. <laughs> Didn't know what I was gonna say, but I, I just you recovered re- well though. I, did, well. <laughs> I just really, I, I really do you just re- Israeli well. Was it when um when we watched the uh, New Japan Dome show at the theatre at the film school and uh, and the projector kept like going to sleep yeah. whatever 15 minutes what, which by the way I've watched a movie in there since and it doesn't happen. do it anymore strange so I have no idea what the fucking problem well, was hopefully we're good for next year yeah um, but whenever it did it, it, is that did I yell Andrew at you yeah, in, in, Australia. in Australia I did yeah, yeah. I can remember what accent I knew I yelled Andrew and I knew I didn't yell it regular no but it is it's and I started to get real fed up with it. You did. You're like, and, and then uh, then a couple times I didn't do it, and you're like, oh, he stopped. I'm like, no, no I'm I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I'm building suspense so I can say Andrew again because it's it's a very fun name to say in Australian. I N. Yeah. D R U. Andrew, you're a figit. <laughs> Andrew, read the matches. I feel like I'm drifting more to New Zealand slash South African, but I'm... South African's a weird accent. That's where I'm locked in, so... We're uh, that. Surprisingly, we started this show off with a match right off yeah. the bat. So the Boogie Knights came out, and then Jendrak and O'Hara came out, and it's a rematch from last week. Which was shockingly which was good. shockingly very good. Besides <laughs> Jendrak taking the finish... Which was a stunner, like Linda McMahon. <laughs> oh, Linda. Um, now, the, the, this match had a lot of weird stuff in it because, like, it wasn't. This was not as good. As last it was week. not as good as last week. There was a couple good things, but it wasn't very good. But at the start, the Boogie Knights cut a promo where Alex Wright spoke in German, which makes him a Nazi. Which makes him a Nazi. Also, he's a skinhead. But like the notes that I wrote is, if you're a face, don't let a Nazi talk. Because Fair. last week. They were, in theory, faces. They got screwed. They got cheered when they won. Yeah. And then they got screwed. And they got dusty finished. But then they come out and cut a heel promo. Yeah. And the fan, the fans reacted accordingly. And then they cheered Jindrak and O'Hare off the start. Yeah. So what's happening? So the match had like... Jindrick. Jindrick's a good name. Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, there was some sloppy stuff in it. There was a, a moment where they went to do like the, uh... What is it? Like kick to the stomach and then the other guy runs and does the swinging neck breaker. It's, it's like... Uh, one of the world's simplest double teams you could imagine. Throw a guy off the ropes. One guy literally just kicks him. And then the guy who kicked, all he has to do is get out of the way so Disco can do a swing neckbreaker. Uh, right barely got out of the way. Yeah, and, like it was was, and Disco second. almost just like ran into yeah. him. Uh, so then at the end, so there was a ref bump. And then at the very end, we had a... Um, Luckily, the only ref bump on the show. Only one. We had a run-in by... Uh, Chronic. Chronic, which then came in and clobbered the Boogie Knights. And then uh, uh, Brian Clark 
Brian Clark did the most boss fucking thing. Brian Clark did like the slingshot yourself from in the ring to out of the ring, like to the floor, to the floor, like like he was a goddamn cruiserweight. Gracefully, like got lots of height over the ropes. Yeah, like it was crazy. Looked great. Uh, and Brian then Clark, what a guy. And then Jindrak hit like a big splash, and they won. Yes, and uh, Adams hit the full Nelson. Slam. He had the full on Nelson on Disco. Disco and looked good. Yeah. Disco bumped real well. We're like, Disco's good. He, yeah, he's like, you know, I don't know that he's super entertaining in, an entire, in an entire match. He He's the definition of a good hand. Yeah. Like, he puts together good like, stuff if he's limited to, like, yeah, like his, not being in there for 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't need to see a 15 minute Disco match. You're right. But, like, he has good move execution. He bumps really well. He takes good bumps. Is he WCW's <clears throat> Dolph Ziggler? He might be WCW's Dolph Ziggler. Well, I'll be damned. Um, so, Ginger Rock and O'Hare retained. They retained. Um, then, in the back, we get Kevin Nash being Kevin Nash, uh, breaking kayfabe, pretty much, just, pretty much being himself in the sense that he doesn't want to wrestle, yeah. but he has to be there to get paid, so he straight up says he doesn't want to work tonight. Yeah. And then, like, later when he was on Coder, he was like, I don't feel good. <laughs> I'm not feeling good tonight. Um... Which, uh, there was some interaction with the Natural Born Thrillers where they wanted them to go, like, beat up the cat, essentially. Yeah. Um, and then next out, we get Team Canada, and Storm comes out and cuts a promo, looking yoked as usual. Storm uh, really is in phenomenal shape. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't, I don't remember him being in that, like, he was always, like, slim and fit. Yeah, I remember him being, yeah, like, but I never remember, like, and, he's, like, he's, he's got, like, these he's big, big old traps. shoulders. Yeah. And his traps are huge. And he's just like, I do never remember him being like that. Yeah. And he's like very tan. And he's in theory clean, right? Because like, that's like a... Yeah. Like I, he's always maintained that. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, like it's just crazy. But uh, so he comes out... Also like, his hair is fascinating. Yeah, his hair is real bad. Because like he doesn't have a great hairline, but it's not horrible. He just has thin it's hair. It's so thin. Like, he has a lot of... Because, like, like, other people... I was saying, other people have that short haircut and look normal. But with Lance with that haircut, which he had his entire career, for some reason... Oh, uh, he had a rat tail Besides the point. Yeah, but he had the same top of the head, yeah, just that plus a rat tail. Right, right, rat tail, yeah. In, like, 94. That's because he's, uh, he's Alberta trash, so... <laughs> yeah. But, like, you can somehow see his entire scalp. Yeah. It's just his hair's so he, thin. He's got follicles and he's got yeah, lots of hair. Yeah, it's not enough. It's just very small, yeah. very thin, and like it does look really weird. It yeah. makes him look way older than he is. Yeah, because he's 30. 30, very early 30s here. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they come out, they cut a promo, and then, uh, of course, the entire Canadian national anthem gets to play with no interruptions. What? Come on now. Uh, okay, I'm lying. What sort of fantasy... I'm lying. What sort of fantasy uh, island are you running? Uh, as as per the huge... Who do you think you are? Hervé Villachais? Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> I don't think so, but it is fun <laughs> to say it like that. Um, it's just Villachais, right? Sure. Can but we, I think it's spelled A-E-Z, can we so t- it's fun to... We're, I'm not talking about it. We're only talking about Tattoo now, okay? Yeah. So th- th- this is what Oh, is your question? Yeah, I was going to say, can, oh, we, can okay. we talk about how HBO made a documentary movie about him... But literally, oh, yeah. the only person that they could cast was Peter Dinklage because he's the only working LP in the industry. That's kind of offensive. <laughs> he's he's white. Yeah, <laughs> looks nothing like him. No, because Hervey was a little a little monster of a man, <laughs> and he and he's like Guatemalan or something. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's actually Belgian or something, but he doesn't look Belgian. I don't believe you. I mean, maybe he is. Who knows? 
Who even knows, Scott? Maybe he was just spawned. Did he die of the hiv? I think he died of being a little monster. <laughs> Are there really little monsters? That's a good one. Uh, France. Par- Paris, France? There you go. He... But yeah, he he's weird and... Whoa! What? He took the coward's way out too? Oh, he did. Him and Sean O'Hare? He did take the coward's way out. At 50. I'm surprised he lived that long. I know. Normally their lifespans are short. Does he? Oh, oh, so, I mean, it's, you're not, you're not, you know what? That's not even a joke. I know. Because it's, it's the truth. Yeah. It's just a fun play on words that is also You true. know, like, how, how any of them live past, uh, like, 30. 16, okay. And then how anybody the size of, like, the great Kali is still alive. Yeah. Just blows the mind. But, uh, yeah, took the coward's way out. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. He doesn't look French, though. Yeah, he looks like, I'm, I'm yeah, just... I don't know, South American or uh... Greek. Yeah, I was like, it doesn't really say anything about ancestry. And, like, and like his his name is sounds Latin. Yeah. Like, that, that's not a French name, I don't think. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say anything about, like, ancestry or... I think he's just straight up French. Weird. Yeah, weird. Well, I'm glad we could exploit him while he was here. Uh, Put him in a little suit. Have him yell about planes. Etc. I guess he was uh, dealing with a lot of chronic pain. I'm as literally, not surprised. As literally every LP is. Uh, he was also married twice. Mm. I don't know if they were LPs or not, but... I bet they weren't. Um, one of them was very short. Mm. Uh, like, I mean... Oh. They were See, married. Look, you can't be talking sorry, about LPs and then sorry. say something was short and it not be height. Um. Uh, I don't even know how we got on this goddamn topic. <laughs> um, how did we get on to Hervey? Um, what's the last anyways, thing we're talking about? Anyways, the the Canadian national anthem gets broken up. MIA comes out. You uh, offered up a, an interesting statistic that needs to be found out. I need uh, a different autistic person to do the research and find out how many times television and house show that the Canadian National Anthem was interrupted by the MIA theme. Because I would put it, it to you that it is a lot. It is every, it's every time that they interacted, I think. Yes. Any, si- any form of match or yeah. promo, anything. I would say in the fall and winter of 2000, conservatively 900 times. You might be aiming a little low. Okay. Every house show, three times on a house show. <laughs> three times per house show. <laughs> um, so the, it's uh, The Wall, it's uh, Corporal Cajun, and it's Chavo Guerrero because... He's not wearing his matching n- pants. Not part of the team. And then at one point, when uh, General Erection comes out, he's cheering for him from the side, saying, Chavo, Chavo. Like, yeah. you're stupid. <laughs> you should know the gimmick of the team you're in. Everyone had the blue camo pants. No, Corporal Cajun had his half and half. Okay, but camo. But camo, yeah. And then Dum Dum Chavo, who we're guessing had his... Lost his gear, maybe? lost. Was he on last show? I couldn't... I can't t- remember. I don't know if I still have the notes. Well, I do, but I just don't know where they are. There's someone here. I appreciate that you don't take the notes sequentially in your notebook. I literally was just writing them wherever I had a space. So, just like a, like a crazy person. Uh, last week was July 18th, 2000, right? That's Storm vs. Booker. That was a good one. That was a good one. 
Uh, yep, I don't, I don't have mummy, but yeah. I, I don't know if he was on the last one, but yeah, I, I would just imagine he lost his gear bag. Yeah. So he, to his credit, he still did not wear wrestling gear. Yes. He wore just like black. They, maybe they were black camo pants. I couldn't really tell, but. Which sort of defeats the purpose of the camo, but okay. Or is it like <laughs> cargo pants? Yeah. Is what I meant. Yeah. There are similar black style cargo. pants to the rest, but yeah, just black. Yeah. Uh, this match was literally nothing. It also was stupidly booked. Oh. I mean, as per you would imagine. As, as you so do. Yeah. the general direction doesn't come out with the MIA. Commentary says we don't know where he is. The match starts, and within seconds of the match starting, he runs through the crowd, barely makes it yeah, over the barricade. The barely makes it, just about breaks his leg doing pulls it. Pulls Storm off the apron, beats him up. More on leg injuries later. Referees <laughs> just pull him away, and then he just goes and stands in the MIA's corner. And then just and, more match and, happens. And, and Storm's, like, back up on the apron within, yeah. like, seconds. Why did that like, happen? It, like, oh, number one, why didn't he just come down with the MIA? Number two, why wasn't he just in the match instead of Chavo or Loco? Sure. Like... None of it makes sense. No. Um, then, at one point, uh, Elix gets in, and he's brawling with whoever. He goes over the top rope to the apron to do a move. <laughs> he gets shoved off the apron, and you and I both scream. Yeah. Because we think he's taking he a start, flat back. He just starts doing full nesty plunge. Yeah, to the floor. Yeah. And we were like, no, my... And then we forgot... We that both the, forgot there's a table the there. The wall set up a table <laughs> on his way to the ring. Um... Again, there is uh, another ref bump, so we are now two for two. Yep. Um, and then Major Guns being the stupid bitch she is. Oh, uh, she was a... Re- you know what? I love women. Uh, oh, news to me, but okay. <laughs> but she was a real stupid bitch she here. Stu- <laughs> but she is all the time. That's I'm really... A, the I'm re- an ally. I'm a feminist. Okay. I'm a... I'm a me too-er... But not in the bad way. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you don't get me to. You call out people. That's right. You me too. Though. Yeah. Like a re- like a real uh, like a real white knight. You're a real Alan Cumming. Yeah. Uh, but she was a real stupid bitch here. <laughs> that, that's really the problem you run with having somebody who's not a trained wrestler and, uh, and, do things. And is a stupid bitch. Because <laughs> she tried to hand a chair in. I don't know who she was handing it into, though. Like, originally. Because, like, no one was really there. She was handing it to Cajun. Sure. Because she's anti-Canada, even though... Because they yeah. kidnapped and raped her. Yeah. But she handed it... You the, would be, too. She, obviously... Like, the, the thing with having non-wrestling women do wrestling stuff is that they don't understand... Like, when they're told a spot... Yeah. And the spot has to be in a very specific place like time period or or spot in the ring yeah. or whatever they only know that spot they they can't like adjust they on can't the fly. adapt to anything else that's happening so the ref took the bump and landed clearly in the spot where she was supposed to hand the chair in so instead of shifting three feet to her left or around the post or whatever and sliding the chair in behind like at the away ref's from feet, the ref yeah she continues to slide it directly in front of his face yeah and then the ref had to scooch yeah like backwards away from the corner so that yeah. she could slide it in. You could just hear Charles Robinson going, oh, god damn it. Yeah, like, it, that's the thing, is, like, I've noticed it in women's, in, like, wrestling as well, is that when they're only trained to do it a specific way... When it's choreographed so specifically... There's no adjustment. Yeah. They don't understand how to adjust There's no it. adjustment, so, there's no improv. So that's why you have so much, like, you set up like you're going to run, and so, but you have to get, like, the right momentum, so you yeah. have to back all the way up to the corner <laughs> where they've shown you to start yeah. to do the move and so it's just like such a hassle 
Drew, Drew's voice got quieter because he went over there to... Quiet a dog down. To kiss his dog on we're, the lips. We're talking about one stupid bitch, and there's another <laughs> stupid bitch at the door. Stupid bitches everywhere. Did you kiss her on the lips? Uh, no. I kissed her on the butt. Did you kiss her on the pussy lips? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a podcast for a different day. Um, but yeah, seriously. Oh, yeah, she, like, she, 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 she's not a dude, dog. We should talk about She that. totally blew the spot. Um, I don't even... I didn't write down the finish, because, like, was there a finish? Of this match? I mean, there probably was. I don't... I think it just kind of fell apart. Did it just stop being a match? I think it just fell apart because, like, General Rection got involved. And. Hmm. I couldn't tell you. Oh! There Uh, was a finish. Lance locked in the Canadian Maple Leaf. That's right. Because we were like, oh, damn, that move's fucking sick. Yeah. Because, like, as soon as you lock it in, it's a tap. Yeah. uh, Lash rolled up Lance in a small package, and then Lance kicked out, like, holding the leg. It was was a nice transition. Very nice transition. Right into Maple Leaf, and boom, tap. It's, like, the most protected move in WCW. You know know what I also really like about the move is that Lance doesn't go for it at other points in the match. Uh He never tries to do it, and somebody, like, fights out of it. Yeah. yeah. It's only the finish. When he goes for it, he just gets it on, and it's over. And that's it. Yeah. That's what's so cool about it. Uh Uh-huh. Who would have thought they would book Lance Stormwell? Yeah. Like, of all the people on the roster, they book horribly, yeah. and Lance is the only guy that it, they it book well. It is very strange that Lance is booked yeah. well. Like, it's crazy. Because, like, I mean, in theory, like, there's nothing wrong with Mike Awesome. No. But Awesome gets booked horribly. Yep. You know? Or there's, like, it's, yeah. I would have never guessed Lance Storm is the guy that they're like, well, let's protect his finish. Yeah. Let's give him, like, important direction yeah. and storyline. And it's so weird. You're like, eh, it's weird. Um... So after that match, uh, then we get Shane Douglas who comes to the ring, and he cuts a promo that makes no sense to anyone. Oh my god. He mentions the fact that all of the Australian crowd is mad because his country came down there and kicked all their asses. So we're like, wait, is he, was he talking about like... Rugby? No, probably not. Soccer? No, probably not. Like, and then we thought maybe we missed something. There, like the America's Cup. And like, did we miss like what sport he said? So we rewound it, and he didn't say anything. You just said. So does he think that Australia was an Axis power in World War Two, or that there was an American Australian War of eighteen twenty? <laughs> like, does he think it was Germany, Japan, Italy, Australia? <laughs> He broke away from the UK just to be on the, on the other team. Like, like Hitler, Hirohito, Mussolini, and like a rogue wallaby who got like too big for his britches and started genociding dingoes. I have Australian references. <laughs> I'm going to take this right to the Prime Minister. Oi, Mr. Prime Minister! Andy! Oh, what's up, gents? <laughs> Hitler wants you to join his team. Right out. Right out. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Throw another Jew on the Barbie. <laughs> we, we, we need to write some some fan fiction. <laughs> fan fiction of Australia being in the Axis in World War Two. That needs to be a uh, that needs to be a, a season on the Man in the High Castle. <laughs> <laughs> Australia joins the other team. Love it. They just let Japan right in, let them set up. All right, guys, we're going that way. <laughs> I have been meaning to get into historical fiction. Yeah, so there you this go. Seems like this, this seems like the end. This could be your one. Um. So, uh, he, uh, he then calls out Conan and the, uh, the rest of the filthy animals, although literally at this point it's Conan, Ray, and Tigress. Yeah. Hoovy's fired, Disco's gone. Yeah. So, he, um, he calls out Conan and then challenges them to whichever members of your team are left, like, I'll take them all on, challenges them to a handicap match. 
uh, Conan, Ray, and Tigress come out to accept the challenge, uh-huh. where Conan then calls Shane Douglas retarded. <laughs> but didn't actually say retarded, which I'm surprised, because you could definitely say that in 2000. Also, it's Conan, and Conan doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, but he said mentally handicapped. Conan once told Lex Luger that he was going to make him toss his salad and peel his potato. Yeah, prison shit. <laughs> on television. Yeah. Um, and it was also on the WCW album. Yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so he says that it's not going to be hard for uh, Douglas to have a handicap match because he's already mentally handicapped, is what he says. Um, Got him. So, and then he, on the way to the ring, he says that word in the back is is that you still aren't uh, servicing Tori very well, so don't worry about that. I'll take care of her real good. I'm going to fuck your girlfriend. He's going to rape her, is what he means. But as I said, like... Good rape. I'm good, yeah, because he's going to make it good. Like, yeah. he's going to make her good. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so that happened. Yeah. So then we get, I mean, it's, I don't know if that it's ever really, like, officially a match, because there's no pinfalls, and I don't think there's a ref. No, there isn't. So it's Ray Conan and Tigress versus Shane Douglas in theory. Uh, there was one, there was one, <laughs> there was one cute spot. Yes, there was. Which was, they get Conan, they get um, Douglas down the corner, Tigress sets up for the Bronco Buster, yeah. runs, does it, and then stays, stays in the position, and then Ray gets behind her, and then runs, he does a Bronco Buster, yeah. into Tigress. Thereby, simultaneously, fucking Shane Douglas's face and Tigress's butt. Yeah. Uh, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was really well done. Um... But then it just de-evolves into, like, uh, he gets mace. Yeah. And he, like, maces Tigress. But she, like, doesn't react to it. Yeah, it's hard. Like, appropriately. And Plus then they throw hard. into the guardrail. And then they throw Conan, whatever, into the into the guardrail. And then he uh, he gives Rey Mysterio a tombstone. He gives him a, he gives him a that's incredible. He gives him a spinning <laughs> yeah, tombstone. A spinning tombstone. It but, looked terrible. But like Ray's head was like way up, halfway up his thigh. Yeah. Ray, because Ray, Ray's short. Yeah. And Shane Douglas was protecting yeah, him. Yeah. Like yeah. Ray was like 18 inches above the ground. Yeah. And also I, I hate the tombstone that I hate the asymmetrical tombstone where like both of the guy's feet are on both the guy's legs are on, on one, one side, side of your head. And, and he sort of like bent over, like almost like a like you're gonna do like a running power slam or something. Yeah, because that's what this looked like. Yeah, and I didn't totally. care for it. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, but I just I was fascinated that Shane Douglas today. That's incredible. Uh, yeah, uh, but I guess he. I also uh, love that Okada does. That's incredible. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's the best. Um, so Douglas gets the win over Ray. Cool, whatever. Uh, Ray then gets taken to the hospital in an ambulance. Yeah. with a broken neck. Uh, then Booker T shows up as Blade, yeah, because uh, he's straight up dressed in cosplay. Yeah, I um, wonder if Booker T also is not paying in income tax. Yep. Uh, we then we got a great gift, which was the fact that last time you and I didn't even know that Mike Awesome and Crowbar were a yeah. team. This week we got a match where they came out as those seventies guys. guys. Okay, and it's at this point I decided this is full Mandela effect. Does anyone remember the tag team of Mike Awesome and Crowbar? Anyone? No, never. Not even Crowbar remembers. No, this didn't happen. I mean, Mike Awesome would remember if he wasn't fucking take the coward's way out. I'd ask Mike Awesome about it, but he fucking straight up died. This is this is a lot of uh, a lot of talk about people uh, taking the coward's way out today. Well, it is wrestling from the nineties and two thousands. So, and most of them, and most of them committed suicide. And LPs in their fifties. 
And LPs in their 50s. Um, so they're out, and they wrestled the perfect event, who in the back before this match had had, like, sort of an argument. A lover spat. And then uh, Coach Nash came over and, like, uh, you know, made them reconcile before the match. Yeah. Uh, the match was literally nothing. Like, it was awesome, and it was awesome in Crowbar beating them up. Yeah, no, it, it was a match, and, like, it got a bit of time... Like, it wasn't good or bad. It was yeah. there. I mean, Crowbar did some cool splashes and stuff like he always does. Yeah. There was some fun on-the-floor stuff. Um, awesome hit his, like, shoulder tackle over the rope. Yeah, but it was, like, going on for a while, and we're like, there hasn't been interference, and it doesn't look like it's even building to interference. Is there just going to be... Are they just going to do, like, a match that has some time and then a finish? A finish? And then they did. And then they did. It's weird. Um, also during this uh, this match, we had more of Nash being Nash, but this time on commentary. Yes. Uh, where he literally was just like throwing out insider terms or yeah. like inside jokes that like nobody got. Um, or just making fun of shit. Or just making fun of shit. And then at one point, uh, Mark Madden uh, referred to Mike Awesome as having cruiserweight power and heavyweight, heavyweight strength. strength. Which is Which, not what he meant to say. No, it's not. <laughs> but he's a pig in a man costume. So he has he has the uh, power of small man <laughs> and, <laughs> and strength of a large man. Large man. Fair. <laughs> he's he, he's he's able to pick up somebody, but he wouldn't be able to punch them very hard. <laughs> he's like he's like the giant midget. <laughs> giant midget. Um. Yeah, I'm five foot nine. <laughs> Clean finish. Couldn't believe it. Clean finish. Awesome top awesome rope splash. Top rope splash. Um, next like, in the back is we get Tori and Shane Douglas talking with Pamela Pound Pound. And uh, the only thing really that re- reason to write this down was because at the end of it, Tori just called Pamela a bitch. It's like, <laughs> you should look out for your job, you bitch. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Great. Um, I love when Shane Douglas just says things. Yeah. Um, and Tori. And Tori. Uh, she learned from watching him, like that PSA from the 80s. Oh, yeah. Uh, next up. Uh-oh. Is it a short match? It is a short match. Oh, boy. Queeby comes out, makes yeah. his first appearance in a, a while. while. Yeah. Uh, and then out comes Johnny the Bull, who definitely doesn't have a history of horrendous in accidents. <sighs> He's only been wrestling for, like, less than a year. Yeah. And at this point... He debuted this year. At this point, he's already torn his urethra. Yeah. And... Well, the bell rings. Kiwi punches him, gets into the corner, whips him to the corner, runs in, does a monkey flip. Johnny goes to do the monkey, take the monkey flip onto his feet. You can see it happening. He is not rotating fast enough. He lands awkwardly on his ankles and breaks one. End of match. And then just gets pinned. Just gets pinned. Just gets pinned. And then he yeah. just, and then they cut away. Immediately cut. Yeah. Uh, and then they show him getting carted out in the, in the aftermath, but... In an, in an oh, ambulance. Poor, poor Johnny. Poor Johnny. Like, and he's... he. I checked. I checked. He's done for 2000. Yeah, he's not back, back until the end of January. Yeah. So he's only gone... He's only back for the last, like, two-ish months of the, of the company. Okay, yeah. So he's... Yeah, so he's out... Three plus months. Yeah. yeah. Like, it must be a real fucking bad break. That's a broken That ankle. sucks for him, though. I mean, at suck. least at least his career, like, did continue after that. Yeah. But he, two, like, horrific I mean, injuries. did it? I mean, he was in WWE for a couple years, and then he was in, like, Impact for a while, and so, I mean, he made money wrestling. I guess he made some money. Like, I bet you he got paid pretty decently for the E. Yeah. He also did some fucking awesome shit in the E that no one ever saw, like press slamming Rikishi. Yeah, that's right. Um, Goddamn. So, uh, ne- next out is just, like... Also, uh, other strong thing we saw today. 
uh, Will Ospreay giving Jeff Cobb like a picture perfect Stormbreaker. Uh, crazy. It was really impressive. Crazy. A twink lifting up a hoss. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> makes, makes it's, not, me, it's not the natural order of things. Freaking me out. Um, Hosses lift twinks. <laughs> Hosses lift twinks. Um, the next the next segment was like a real a real hard watch. It was the only real hard watch of the show. It's it's what if there were more of them on this show, we wouldn't fast forward. Yes, we actually did. It, we didn't like, fast forward the show. Uh, I did. I fast forwarded the David Flair stuff. Oh, the, and, what, and Rick coming to the ring. I've already. Um, so th- this was literally just the cat comes out and says he's going to beat up Mike Sanders. And then Mike Sanders comes out and says, says no, no you're, you're not. not. <laughs> and then he says, then the cat says, how about the pay per view? You and me for the commissionership. Cool. Uh, but I'm going to make you put in a, have a match tonight. So then out comes Chronic, and Chronic's going to go down and face the cat. And then Goldberg's music plays, and then they run back he, up the ramp to beat up no. Goldberg. And then Goldberg comes through the uh, crowd and says, you know, hey, like, I'm in here, boys. Like, come get it. And then Chronic goes, we're going to beat you up for free at the pay-per-view because if there's one thing we like doing, it's beating people up and cashing checks I, I, when you're going to work for free. I feel like what they said rhymed... Sure probably is. breaking necks and cashing checks, not beating people up and cashing checks. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I like that one, too. It's not as good a t-shirt, yeah. but... Uh, it was, in fact, breaking necks and cashing checks. <laughs> but how are you cashing checks if you're beating up Goldberg for free? The, yeah, the, Dummies. Like, like, their back-to-back thoughts were, we're, we're such tough guys, we'll beat people up for free. And also, we're all about that cheddar. <laughs> like, so... Make, does, and, and meanwhile, Sanders is saying, then why am I paying you, motherfuckers? Does, does this cancel out him springing over the top rope to the floor? Nah. Is he back to even? Nah, no. he's still slightly ahead. This has also made me realize uh, when Brian Adams started talking... He's a yeller. He can only do promos where he's yelling at the top I guess, of his I lungs. guess it's the only way he can generate wrestler voice. Maybe. I think his regular voice is pretty deep, though. Apparently not deep enough, because well, he has to do that. Just, just yelling for just sake screaming. of yelling. Um, so yeah, that he was just one level. a whole bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Um, Although it did set up the Halloween Havoc main event. Handicap match that goes four minutes. Chronic four minute handicap match. Um, which I always thought was the match where Goldberg gets no, knocked that's out. Thunder. But that's on like a thunder and a that's six man. That's on a man. thunder and a six man, yeah. Which is so funny. <clears throat> And then they like like they keep doing stuff to him after yep. he is like badly. Convinced. I I love the fact that as a wrestler you cannot understand when your opponent's knocked out. Yeah. So you just like uh, no he's, he's good look, he's good I can pick him up. We had some moves planned and uh, gosh darn it I'm gonna do them. We're doing them. <laughs> like we're we're going to the finish, bro. Um, so. Earlier in the promo, where Tori called uh, Pamela Poundtown a bitch, yeah, uh, Douglas challenged Booker T for the title because he said no one's going to give me it, so I'm just going to take it, whatever. Yeah. So Booker and Shane so, Douglas. So we can set up Shane Douglas versus Scott Steiner for the title at the pay per view. Yes. If Shane Douglas wins, that would be a thing. That'd be a match. Right. Um. So. Really, the only things that I wrote down for this match, like it, it was, it was a nothing match. Was Douglas and Booker? Yeah. Shane Douglas needs to stop hawking loogies. Oh, so much spitting everywhere. And like, and one was all, one was on Booker. Yeah, and and like real like gooey. Yeah, like, like real like dehydrated yeah. like like mucusy kind of yeah. ones, like big ones. Not nice everywhere on the lot. whole match. Yeah. Um. The other I don't one. Know what was going? The on. other one I wrote was there was a really bad camera cut 
when Tori oh, was doing an interference was about to happen. They cut away to the camp to the crowd. Yeah, just and it was some like, jerk off in a slap nut. And shirt. it was like one, two, three, four, back to the ring, and then you're like, and the interference had happened. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck? They cut before it started and, and cut, cut back, back after. after it finished. Maybe they thought Tori would somehow fuck it up. Like oh, Tori, she looks like that other like, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should you're probably a, not show this. You're a big, big boobed blonde bimbo. You're probably gonna mess this up. Um, now, Steiner was on commentary for this. Yeah. Stevie Ray has been doing commentary for both Australia shows. Yeah. Maybe just... who needs Mike Tanay or Scott Hudson when you have Stevie Ray? Maybe they also couldn't get their work permits. Maybe. Or their visas. Um, so, there was some funny stuff, which was the whole time Steiner spent uh, yeah. uh, questioning whether or not Booker and Stevie Ray were actually brothers, <laughs> and then questioning, like, who's your mom? Do you even know who your mom... Or no, do you, da- <laughs> yeah. do you even know who your dad is? Like, which I bet is you racist. don't. And then, oh, super racist. And then he goes, what's your last? name is it what's stevie ray's last name and he goes ray his last name's t that doesn't make any sense and then he goes besides you're from poughkeepsie he's from harlem that's miles away from each other you don't even know who your dad is like that was really that was funny great. that was really really funny um so then this match again like, and just, stevie had to get like weirdly defensive like poughkeepsie and harlem are pretty close yeah yeah, yeah. like we moved when we were kids yeah. we moved around a lot um because we were trying to find our dad <laughs> uh this match also had just like a bunch of interference towards the end. Like, um, uh, Kid- Kidman ran down to stop Tori uh, from running interference, and then he got knocked off the apron by, by, uh, oh, no. He, so he came down to grab Shane Douglas. Yes. Uh, just a horribly timed stopping Yay, Douglas. Wait, like, was he was great. clearly supposed to grab Shane Douglas's hand that had the chain wrapped around yeah. it. Yeah. So Douglas, like, put his hand over, over the, the rope, rope <laughs> so Kidman could grab it. Yeah. But it just took it, Kidman it took a, a while yeah. to, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There is, yeah, just one beat too many where... So then he gets shoved into Medasia, and then Steiner loses his goddamn mind. Yeah. So Steiner jumps uh, Kidman. Kidman. Uh, but then... Out of nowhere, Jarrett materializes. Jarrett just like a, a, a poof yeah. appears, and uh, he gets involved, and then they just like kind of all start brawling around ringside um, until uh, Conan runs down. Yeah, and then Tigress runs down. Yeah, and then Conan sets up Shane Douglas for the Bronco Buster, and then I said, do all of the filthy animals do Bronco Busters? But he did not. He didn't. He ran and put his butt in his face. Yeah. And then he set up Tigress to do it, and we were hoping that we were going to get a nice box kick. Yeah. Um, but instead, Jarrett gets in the ring, Jarrett and Conan brawl a little bit, Jarrett then clobbers Tigress with the guitar. Yeah. And then Jarrett... Uh, I don't even remember where Douglas was, but whatever, he... I don't know, but Jarrett, um... Yeah, he destroys Tigers with a guitar. He pokes Conan, who's just standing there looking at him, with the (laughs) neck of his broken guitar, guitar. gives him the stroke, Yeah, and that's it. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, And then... But but that wasn't even the finish. Because then it was Booker... The match was Booker-Douglas. Oh, that's that's still the match. So the, so the interference, Jesus Christ, had nothing to do with the actual match huh. because the people that were brawling were Steiner, Kidman, Conan, and Jarrett. Are we not conflating this with the Conan Jarrett match? No. Maybe no. No, no, no. Wow. Because then the finish was that um, Douglas goes up, jumps, gets caught for the meh, yeah, bam. Oh, you know what we are totally. We are. Yeah, it's all the same. I, <laughs> it's all the same. Anyway, uh, bookend finish. And yeah. that was the and match. some of what we just said happens later. 
Yeah, sorry. The, the blown Kedman interference happens. Yes. Everything except for the ch- chair, chair shot to... Titans. Yeah, no chair shot to Titans. Or guitar shot, sorry. Yeah. Um, but it's all the brawls and stuff, because then when we get back from commercial, in the back is Steiner and Jarrett. Steiner challenges Kidman, yeah. and, and Jarrett challenges Conan. Conan. Yeah. So now, Conan's working double duty, Douglas is working double duty. Yeah, and at this point, we're like, I thought the show was almost over. Yeah. We just had two challenges for new matches, and there's also a main event. And there's a main event. Um, so, at some point, we must have missed it, I don't know, Mike Saunders was talking so much, he, he, uh, because David Flair went to his office, right, and said something about challenging Buff Bagwell to a DNA DNA match, match. which is, which I read is literally just first blood. Okay. (laughs) I guess they just couldn't call it first blood because blood. Sure. Remember, they weren't allowed to say it. So, red liquid falling from the ceiling. Red liquid from the roof. So, he told David Flair just wait in his office because he had something for him later. Uh, so David comes out. Rick comes out to do commentary. Yep. Uh, then out comes Goldberg. Yep. Um, Goldberg then gives David the most protected spear in the history of spears. Yep. Because uh, why would you want to murder a non-wrestler who's <laughs> the son of a legendary wrestler? Uh-huh. Uh, then gives him a jackhammer and then pins him. That's the match. And then Rick leaves. Yeah. So what was the point? Not sure. Um, but then... Uh, Conan comes out for his match with Jarrett. He then proceeds to shit all over... Oh, sorry, it was in the back. It was Kidman and and Conan's reaction to being challenged. Conan makes fun of Shane Douglas' delivery? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just straight up calls him out on having like a lame-ass delivery. Hey, this is me making fun of your tired delivery. Tired (laughs) delivery. Like, it's just true. Because Douglas' promos are just the same thing over and over again. Douglas needs to call more people bitches. That's what works for him. Yeah, it works. Especially women. Yes. He does not respect women. Um, so, yeah. So, the next match was uh, Scotty S. and Billy Kay. Yeah. Um, Wait, Billy Kay? Billy Kay. Oh. Um, of the Iconics? Of the Iconics. All right. You know, before the transition. Um, Guys, Billy Kay is trans. Yeah. Uh, so, the best thing happened in this fucking match. <laughs> so, before Kidman could enter, they cut back to the ring, and Steiner had pulled a fan over the guardrail and was pounding Dragged him. him over the guardrail and was beating Until him. Until security came and, like, stopped him. Yeah. Uh, I looked it up. It was real. It was real. It was shoot. Uh, like, as he got out of the ring to wait for Kidman, some dude shoved him and Steiner just, like, Which gave Steiner carte blanche to murder him. Yeah. Uh, P.S. You're going to be main eventing the pay-for-you and you just beat up a fan. Yes. Uh, um, this match was a squash match. Kidman hit one thing. Yeah, it was a lot of... Yeah, Kidman hit You Can't Powerbomb Kidman. But poorly. Badly. <laughs> also, Kidman's first match in a, a while. while. Yeah. Like, he hasn't been on TV since the end of the Shane Douglas feud. Yeah, since people kept taking his camera. Yeah, or, like, they kept implying that he had a sex tape that they were going to release. Yeah. But it was a, squ- a strip squash. Yeah. Steiner beat him up. I and mean, then Steiner recliner finish. He is getting the shot of the pay-per-view. Like, I, mean, I guess he sure. had to win, but yeah, it was oddly squashy. Yeah. Uh, next out was Jared Conan. Um, the match was like, it was literally nothing. Yeah. Like, there was nothing to this match. So this is where the other shit we said This is where the other shit was. Tigress gets involved. Uh, like, Jarrett goes to hit Conan. Conan ducks. Tigress gets fucking blasted. Yeah. Jarrett weakly <laughs> taps him with the neck of the guitar and gives him the stroke. And then, the, but the funny thing is, is that the referee, the referee got distracted by, I think, I think Douglas came back out. 
Yeah. I think Douglas and Tori came back out because Tiger slaps Douglas yeah. then slaps Tori. That's when the whole thing with the guitar happens. So the yeah. referee's distracted, yelling at Douglas and Tori to get off the apron. Mm-hmm. Guitar shot, turns around, there's an unconscious woman yeah. laying in the ring. It's fine. And the referee just has Work to go around, around her Hazards to count the, the pinfall. Yeah, it's fine. Um, now it's time for the main event, which is uh, Sting, Kevin Nash... Lumberjack match. Yes. Lumberjacks come out. As decreed by the cat earlier. Yeah. Lumberjacks come Although out. Although when he decreed it, we had no idea who was in the Lumberjack match. Uh, yeah, because we thought it was the cat. Yeah, I don't know if it was if that was our fault for not paying attention or their fault for not actually telling I us. I don't think he said it. I don't know I if really he really don't think he said it. Um, so uh, props to Kevin Nash for coming out in gear. Didn't think he would. Um, thought it'd be jeans. I think this show made me hate Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash is something of a piece of shit. Between his horrible commentary, yeah, and his literal just like being Promo. Kevin Nash, yeah, um, but just like he's so fucking boring, he's so boring in the ring. He is like throwing the big knees in the corner, like, throwing the he, elbows in the corner, putting the boot up the choke in the corner. Yeah, he just did the his corner things over and over. Uh, it was like just, if you know you only have to go four minutes, yeah. in a television main event. Couldn't you do a few things? I mean, things? especially against a guy who's a great against worker. Against the guy who works hard. Like, it's not like you're in the main event with a guy who's who some sucks. Schlub. It's Sting. It's Sting can Sting. go. Um, this match very quickly breaks down. Yes. Uh, Steiner runs out to uh, to jump Booker T. And him and Booker f- brawl a little bit. And then they do the most adorable thing, <laughs> which is Booker goes to uh, whip Steiner... Like, in theory, at the guardrail. However. But however. His his positioning was such that they were lined up just directly straight down the ramp. So, if Steiner had run just in the direction that Booker whipped him, he would have had to run all the way up the It would have been like in No Mercy, where you're trying to get to the back. Yeah, where you whip a guy. All the way. And that guy goes as far as you whip him. And then stops. Yeah. And then you run up to him. Yeah, so it would have been that. But Steiner, ever the professional... Uh, this is how you know Steiner's not a woman. <laughs> oh my god, that is that is 100% true. Based on what we were saying earlier, that's 100% true. If Steiner was a woman, he would have run all the way through the ramp. All the way through the ramp, all the way through the curtain. But Steiner, professional wrestler, Hall of Famer somewhere, probably, I don't know. <laughs> probably not in WWE, but okay. Uh... Realizes this, changes course mid run, which also looks hilarious. Does look great. And takes like a weird diagonal uh, course change yeah. and hits the guard. Uh, right. um, <laughs> it's great. I would love to map it out. Yeah. So back and to the left. Back and to the left. <laughs> um, he uh, so all the this this leads to just all the lumberjacks jumping each other and brawling. Everyone leaves ringside. Yeah. Except for Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. And then you called a cool thing to happen. And it was the best. That happened in the best way possible. So, at one point, there was... um, Nash gets thrown in... I was going to say, you're not going to believe this? Another ref bump. Yeah. Nash gets thrown into Charles Robinson... Uh, he then says something vocally to Charles, like, yeah. like I'm going to protect you. Really or, like, loudly. Like, like, oh, put your head here or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then Sting doesn't see, does a scorpion splash. Stinger oh, splash. Scorpion splash. Come on. Uh, We're yeah, trying to run a podcast. Whatever. Um, and then uh, little Nate shakes the bump. Yeah. So Sting uh, grabs Nash, and uh, Jarrett 
comes through the crowd. Yeah. He Nash goes for Nash ends up on the floor. Is that before the bump with Little H? And then Sting tries to nut him but fucks it up. That was before. Yeah. So yeah. uh I think Nash just misses something in the corner. Yeah, So and so Sting is lining up for another yeah. Stinger. So Nash match. goes f- chest first into the turnbuckle. Yes. And is draped over the top rope. Yeah. Jarrett comes through the crowd with a guitar, yeah. climbs up the stairs, the stairs, and sort yeah. of hides behind Nash so yeah. that Sting can't see him. And I said, oh man, Sting's going to go for the Scorpion... Uh, Sting... Scorpion. Come on. Stinger Splash... Uh, and Jared's gonna swing and hit the guitar, and that's gonna look fucking awesome. And guess what? That is exactly <laughs> what happened. Hit so him at the absolute height of his jump. Perfect timing. Perfect. One-handed. Yeah. Sting was. Couple, you know what? Couple of pros. These guys. Bam. Yeah. Uh, and then Nash just kind of like falls backwards onto a dead Sting. Yeah. Which you would think would be an awesome, <sighs> awesome finish. And and. Obviously, the finish to everyone, especially the referee who should know what the finish yes. is anyway. Yes. You see the broken guitar. You've taken the bump. In theory, the next spot you're doing is like is the last thing because yes. you took a bump. But apparently, Little Nate had a stroke at some point. Little Nate sees Nash pinning Sting. Yeah. Uh, very like is very hesitant to even start counting in the yes, first place. Gets down and it is like, uh, like uh, he, one. He's hesitant to do one. He finally does one. One then and does, two are normal. Then he does two. Then three. Uh, just stops. Stops. Puts his hand on the mat and then and goes then ca- three. And then counts four. <laughs> yeah, like, like, what are you doing? He he pinned him for four and a half. I would love to ask Charles Robinson what that. What, what are you even thinking? What was that? You know that was the finish. What's the matter with you? What else would be the finish? Yeah, like I know there two has... half dead men laying on top of each I other. I know there has been a weird trend of interference shit that doesn't lead to the finish. Yeah, but this was clearly the finish. Guitar equals finish. P.S. A uh, back-to-back guitar finishes on this yes. show. Well, of course, Jeff Jarrett's got to get his spots in. Yeah, he's a star. Um, but I mean, other than all of the dumb stuff like that. It's a way easier show to watch than probably the last several. Yeah. Just because there's so little talking. I really hope that it's because they got complaints. Yeah. Like, I really hope that, like, the Australian Athletic Commission Please was like, do matches. Hey, stop this. Do some match. We're going to book this, this for you to the, this night. We need the matches. <laughs> with with the, 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 the talking and the uh, a, a second thing I need to get my blood sugar is so low <laughs> I'm dying so. <laughs> I need to eat something let's, so bad let's end this I'm podcast I'm so now. hungry let's end I can't it. even do good Australian <laughs> voice which is like my favorite thing let's just end it now at least we're not doing any more Australian ones that's, I mean that's not going to stop me from doing Australian voice on future episodes I guess but uh, until next time uh, injury is a figure Israel is the bad guy